In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we begin Lent this year, I could think of nothing more appropriate than to share with you the way that Father Alexander Schmemann set the stage for Lent for God's people. So if you'll bear with me one moment, but be attentive. This is something the Lord is sharing with us through Father Schmemann. Because he paints such a beautiful understanding of what Lent is all about. Hear his words, but more importantly, hear the direction of the Lord for all of our lives. He teaches in Lent. The church calls us to deepen our religious conscience, to increase and strengthen the spiritual contents of our life, to follow her in her pilgrimage towards renewal of spirit and rededication of our lives to God. In Lent, there must be an effort and a decision to slow down our lives, to put in as much quiet Silence, contemplation, prayer, radio, TV, newspapers, social gatherings, all these things, however excellent and profitable in themselves, must be cut down to a real minimum. Not because they're bad, but because we have something more important to do. And it is impossible to do without a change of life. Without some degree of concentration and discipline, Lent is the time when we reevaluate our life in the light of our faith. I want to say that again. Listen to that. Lent is the time that we reevaluate our life in light of the faith as revealed by Christ. And this requires very real effort and discipline. Christ says that a narrow path leads to the kingdom of God. And we must make our life as narrow as possible. At first, the natural and selfish man in us revolts against these limitations. He wants his usual easy self, easy life with all its pleasures and relaxations. But once we've tasted of such spiritual effort, once we have made by it one step towards God, the reward is so great. We discover a joy that cannot be compared to any other joy. We discover the reality of the spiritual world within us. We begin to understand what St. Paul meant by the joy and peace of the Holy Spirit. God himself enters our soul and it is this wonderful coming that constitutes the ultimate goal of Lent. For as Christ said in St. John in chapter 14, if a man love me, He'll keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our home with him. That's Lent. That's Lent. It's taking six weeks of our blessed lives and scaling them down. Being a part of spiritual disciplines that produce great experience with Christ, that produce great faith. Because we have set our attention so much more than normal upon Christ our God. Because we've scaled away the excesses and not just the food we eat. Well, it's just the beginning. 
We scale back the excesses of our life and there are so many that are needless and fruitless. And we scale them back to set our face upon Christ and cry out to Him that He might show the light of His countenance upon us and we may be made whole. That's what Lent is all about. Lent according to our church. And as Father Schmemann so aptly put it, it's one of the greatest invitations by Christ to something that we so desperately need, but become so numbed in our daily routines we forget we need it. And what is that? Lent is the invitation by Christ to unwind. To unwind. To slow down both in our thoughts and also in our actions. It is the invitation of Christ to declutter our lives, to declutter our minds, and to declutter our souls. Putting aside so many distractions that are constantly cluttering us, that are unnecessary. That bring about unnecessary thoughts on things worthless to us, or maybe even worse damaging to us. I don't believe there's ever been an age in this existing world where mankind has been so constantly bombarded with distracting things and distracting information <coughs> input and distractions in what we're called upon to do. I don't think in this world there's ever been a time like we see today. Just take your cell phone for existence. My friends, we have all in different ways become Pavlov's dog to our cell phones. We have been conditioned every time they buzz or vibrate or light up. What do we do? We break our current thoughts. We break whatever we're doing. And we rush to them to see what information just came through. We all do this from time to time. We've been conditioned to move towards that stimulus. And that's just one example of all the clutter that constantly comes at us to distract us. And my friends, I'm not talking about we need these things. Cell phones are not evil. We need them for work. We know when the boss rings, we have to pick up. I'm not talking about those things you know what I'm talking about. It's all of the other blessed time of our lives that we run to them no matter what we're doing. Because we just have to see what just came up on the screen. What might happen if we began to respond to the inclinations of the Holy Spirit in our lives the way we do to our cell phones? What might happen for our life and for our salvation? It's as if in our lives, and our Lord knows this will happen, and He's always known this will happen. It's as if our lives, that we have so filled the temple of the Holy Spirit, which you and I know is our very being. We have so filled the temple with stuff, with useless stuff. And again, perhaps things even that have been damaging to us that destroy the temple of Christ. So much so that, my friends, it's become in our lives as if there's no room in the temple for the God of the temple. Lent is a call and an invitation by Christ to stillness that leads to peace and contentment of soul. One of my favorite psalms is one of the shortest verses of the psalms that you'll find. And it's where God says through the psalmist, Be still and know that I am God. 
one of the most beautiful lines in all of Scripture, the invitation by God Himself to let your life be still. And it's in the stillness that we come to know Him, that we can see Him, that we can seek Him, and He will be found and reveal Himself to us. And our lives are far from being still, even I know this. They're far from being still. And they're far from our making room for stillness in our lives. Lent, my friends, is quite frankly a time, a blessed time for us to get back, return to the way our life should always be in Christ. And that is living a simple life that makes as much room as possible for the King of kings and Lord of lords to take his throne upon our hearts and make his home within us. That ought be the life of the Christian. The simple life making room for God at all times. It's a time for us to refocus the thrust of our attention onto the things that matter. Onto things eternal. And we get this as we scale back all of these distractions. Let me conclude with our epistle reading from the prophet Joel in chapter 2. Because it is God's call to return to him. Which is why we have it here right on Ash Wednesday at the beginning of Lent. Listen to the invitation and call of God upon us all. Now therefore says the Lord. Turn to me with all your heart. With fasting and weeping and mourning. So rend your hearts. Don't be clear about that. Return to me. How? With fasting and weeping. With mourning. And in that way, we are rending our hearts before God. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. Every one of us received ashes upon our foreheads tonight. And they are the ashes of our mortality to put our mortality Front and center as we heed these things tonight. Why? Why on our foreheads? So our mortality would be forefront of our minds. That we stop pretending that we are absolutely certain of one more day in our lives. It is a blessed gift, this mortality, from our Creator. Because it is a blessing of God's people because it drives us. If we will let it stop pretending we have forever. Our mortality will drive us into the arms of a loving God who has wanted us in his arms at all times from the very beginning. Let's press into him. How? Again, as Father Smeyman said, by peeling away, brushing out of the temple all the stuff that's in the way of the holy things that God wants to place within so that he will come and make us his home. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.